Welcome to Oh When The Town with Luke Gregory. Hello people, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, again, a week later. Episode 12 this time with me, Luke Bataro, Mr. Gregory <laughs> and Mr. Mr. Gregory as well. How strange, Dave and Luke. Dave, Luke and Bataro today. Yeah, right, no, yeah, it's tight. You do nice, it. a nice intro. We're going to keep it. We're going to keep it. Because the thing is, I can't just go, hello, I'm like, episode 12. That's what Greg, how Greg was saying. For me, it's like, hello. Yeah. You're right, boys, geezers, boys, geezers, 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 girls, rambles. Anyway, <laughs> let's crack on. 3 1 loss of the weekend. Not great, was it? Not really, no, to be honest. Dave, what's your little input on it? First half was all okay, wasn't I know, it? I just, I'm disappointed we didn't win, clearly, but you know. You can't expect not to lose at some point after that long stretch. So mm-hmm. disappointed with the the result, but overall, you, again, the, the perspective thing comes into account for me. Yeah, great first half, really good first half. I think we could put them away in the first half, and a and a it was the first terrible 20, second half. A terrible second half. The first ten minutes second half oh, was was not good. Before we go any further, let's read some three word reviews. What do you make of these? That's what I want to know today. Um, Jason said a little bit complacent. George says, must be Accrington. Edwin said, need Colo back. Uh, Anthony Reid says, why sign Thorn? Steve said, coming should start. Nicholas said, never a pen. What do you make of some of them comments? So someone said, complacent. Were we complacent at the weekend? How, how, does it, how were we complacent? How, do, how does he say we were complacent? You, you, you go to a game and you, and you, and you go to the opposition thinking we're going to win this game. How, how, don't, why, don't I don't understand wrong. that. I do think Charlton were, were very good in the day they were good, as well. Yeah. No, look, I think they, they look like sort of the team that we would look like in sort of previous months. On it, on the yeah. front foot, constantly want to be at it. Well, they're on the up though, aren't they? They're on the up. They're on the up. Based on that first half, they've got a little run going. It's like you guys mentioned a minute ago. We had a couple of chances in that first half to maybe score more. I know Moncur's had a chance, tipped around the post. I feel like there's a couple of chances where if the right ball was played in that final third, we got a great goal-scoring opportunity. It just, it just it, didn't seem to happen. It was just one of those happen. games, wasn't it? Like, it could have gone either way. And unfortunately for us, it went in the favour of them. Massively. I felt we struggled to deal with Lyle Taylor. Yeah, it was just... Uh, I mean, he was pinning James Justin quite a lot, wasn't he? So last week... And he's out, out muscling but, his... But, uh, you know, I, you asked about the comment, a little bit complacent. Yeah. Um, complacent means smug, doesn't it? You, you're just up for it. You think yeah, you're going to be good enough to do it. it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's a bit of an unfair comment, really, Jason. I, I don't, I don't think complacent is the right word. We were outsmarted in the end. In the I second think nervy half. as well. I think yeah. massively nervy. I think yeah. rushing in. I think Matty Pearson a few times came to sort of into the central midfield position when you sort of expect Pelly or your two sort of like wide diamond players to come back, and he was getting maybe drawn out into some positions when he shouldn't have been. Yeah. When he shouldn't have had to do it. But yeah. I don't know, but. I just, I just, for me, I don't think you can call the team complacent. So I don't agree with that that comment. Although, having said that, we didn't perform. Last week, I went on a radio show as a caller to talk about Luton because these, these Charlton fans are running this show. They needed a caller. I said I'd do it to help a mate out. And they they were quite confident. And they This was on Thursday. They, they thought they were going to beat us. And I said to them, look, I was like, look, to be fair, this is a lot of... A lot of Luton fans are looking at this game and thinking, if we are going to lose, it'll be this one. So I don't think it comes as a surprise to many Luton fans. And I, people were disappointed on social media the other day, but I don't think anyone was like panicking or freaking out or proper like having a go at the team because it had you to end eventually. You can't have a go at the team, let's face it. 
If anyone hasn't got the team or makes any comments now, I tell you, any person listening to this, you're a bit stupid. You're a bit thick in the head. Because let's face it, no, it's true. Like, if you can sit there after, what is it, 42 games now, is it? When you're top of the table by five points, and if anyone can sit there moaning, all you've got to do is look at the whole season as a whole. Look at where we were after 13, 12, 13 games or whatever to where we are now. All right, um, this might sound like a bit ridiculous thing to say, but even if we used to finish in the playoffs and miss out by a point or make the promotion, we still had a good season. Um, would you agree with that or would you disagree with that? Yeah, yeah I would agree with it. But Maybe be, not at this at, stage. At this though, point, though, yeah, you'd this be very disappointed yeah, if, we didn't, if we didn't get automatic, yeah. really. Um, 28 games unbeaten. It had to finish at some point, and I agree with you, Luke. You know, at some time, this one, where you look at and you go, that Charlton are on form. Mm-hmm. They're doing really, really well. They, they they, they're on a team. bit of a, they're on, on a bit on the up, and they, genuinely, they think they can get automatic promotion themselves. Yeah. So they were always going to be up for the game. Well, I mean, this puts them in a situation, doesn't it? So uh, was it about how many points of Charlton are we now? How many points uh, behind? Maybe six, seven. They are like, I think they're eight or nine behind us. Is it? But still, I mean, they're, they're, they're on themselves. I'm but saying. they genuinely think that they can get promoted yeah. and, uh, automatically. Um, automatically so you can understand why they were up for it and they're all good teams in this league as well well, not, well sorry, not, sorry I'll take that back they're all good teams in the top five positions Charlton have got Look 79 points yeah we've got there 87 you, go. you know what that makes just always makes me think of when we went Sheffield Wednesday away and Charlton were playing Sunderland and we were sitting there cheering on Charlton to beat Sunderland yep. this is like mad how that draw has turned out to be like a game that now if they would have won they would have been even closer to us. Mm, yeah, no, I say that, but obviously, it's it is what it is, isn't it? Like, I mean, I'm not I'm not getting negative back because let's face it, I still think we're going up. I'm sure you boys think we're going up still. Yeah, you know? I hope so. I, no, come on, it's got to be. <laughs> I hope so. You know what? If it was any other team in any other league, yeah, I look so, at that yeah, and I go, they're yeah. up, they're up because it's Luton and because I love them so much. I just just want it to be done now. Yeah, but it can be done in a couple of weeks, boys. It could be done in a couple weeks of weeks. Tomorrow, it could be Let's done. Let's face it, four games. How many points do you think we need? Seven? Is that seven to... I'd uh, say six points. I'd say at least two wins. At least two wins. Yeah, two wins, because they're not going to win that all So win games. both our home games and don't lose our away games. Yep. Not a problem. Um, producer Matt, Jacobs put on the notes today, too many individual errors cost us the match. And when you really look at the goals, I know Bradley's penalty gave away never a penalty no, never no, ever a penalty never, I think let's, let's start on that quickly that was never a penalty at the game when he went over I couldn't believe the referee gave it I couldn't believe you know, I'll be honest though I literally had no idea what happened really because no, no, you're not no, watching no no well I sort of like had a little glimpse and I thought right he's just falling over Exactly. Not, not exactly. And the next exactly. thing I've, I've had the whistle guys like what's that for is that a free kick I mean, to us for a dive if you, if you think of it even that the ball was nowhere near the player and when when he went over, he, I mean, he, oh, I can't even say that, can I? He fell like an absolute sack, didn't he? <laughs> sack of shot, yeah. Yeah, top. <laughs> he did. Because I watched it on my iPad, had it on mute. It came in. I saw him do it, mm-hmm. and then when I saw Sonny Brady throw his arm up, I went, "He hasn't given a penalty for that, has he?" Looked at my so, phone, yeah. and my one of my mates came in, goal. Charlton and I'm like I cannot believe yeah. he's given that as a penalty. See, even my uncle, set right, obviously, was in the right hand side of the corner of the stand or whatever about halfway up and my uncle said to me straight away he went he looked at me and went did you see that I went well I saw something but I don't know what I saw and then I heard everyone moaning that wasn't a penalty 
And I've gone, well, my eyes are pretty bad anyway, so I thought, you know what, I'll wait till I see the replay. And I saw it on the screen. Shocking. And it, it, it was never a penalty. It was horrendous. Never in a million years was it a penalty. But then, never. Well, how many decisions have we had to go against us that we we have to deal with? I mean, you're all, you're always partisan when you when you're watching your team. You're always wanting uh, the decisions to go for you. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I don't know how. If the, if VAR was about I mean, overall, for that fixture, yeah, would. would they have given it? No, no, no. Chance. no a lot of Luton right. fans. And have you know said, what else? Just just before yeah. you go on, what else was there? If it wasn't a penalty, it was a dive. And if it was a dive, it's yeah, a yellow card. Second and if that's yellow. a yellow card, second yellow, yep. it's gone, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, of course. So, you know, that's the annoying part. On the day, in the real time of the game, when I was there, it wasn't a penalty for me. A lot of Luton no. fans have said that penalty was maybe given because of that incident in the first half where Shea's cleaned out. Um, yeah, was but, it tailored oh. or their other striker? Yeah, but that wasn't the a penalty, was it? That was it wasn't a penalty. People think it's a red card. Like, no chance. A couple of our I'm friends sorry, have said they think chance. it's a red card. Do you know what? I, I was a bit. You, you remember what I said to you on the day, or whenever it was? I said, I, I, I have no idea because it, it happened quite quickly. I'll be honest, I was on my way up the stand to the toilet. And I said, no, <laughs> no, I did. So you didn't sit? No, no, I did. I, I saw it, but I was more like, do you know what? I need a wee. And I thought, ah, he's cleaned him out there. Free kick, surely. And I thought, I ain't gonna send him off for that. And then the more you see, I've watched it on the replay, what we watched it earlier, didn't we? Three, four times over, slow mode it and all sorts. Yeah. And it is never a red card. And anyone say it, wants to say it's a red card, needs your eyes testing. Well, because the attacker didn't have a, the control of the ball he there. Out, either, course, he lost control. He had no control of the ball. No. He did. He was got, not going to because once he kicked it, it was away from the goal. He knocked it about twenty yards up in the air and yeah. over the bar. Yeah, so yeah, I think it, the and it was a covering defender as well, so he yeah, wasn't the last fair. man. But the rule now is, is it shocking. denying a clear goal scoring opportunity. They weren't no with it was the intention to play the ball yeah. is not a red card. It was definitely a yellow and card. Shea came out there; he had the intention to play the ball. Yeah, of course he did, and he was just a bit too slow to react. That's what it was. Yeah. So it's just a late. We tackle. all know what his kicking's like sometimes, don't we? So we'll forgive him for that, I suppose. But do referees right? Do referees see something like that where? They're been on the fence and the home fans are shouting, red card, red card. And he goes, you know what? Maybe that was a red card. I've got even out. Did referees think like that? Or would Steve probably say, Steve is normally on the podcast, say referees are too professional for that? I would would be very um, disappointed if referees took that attitude. But you can't. I help think th- some do, you though. can't help think that yeah, they do look I, for. I, I, I made a little mistake here. I'm going to look for an opportunity yep. to make up for it. And I think there was an incident as well. I think was it the first half, second half, second half. But just before they got the penalty, I think. Well, not just. I don't know when it was. To be honest, but there was an incident in the air as well where I think was it Col- um, not Colin, sorry, um, Bradley cleared it, got a pass away, and defender Johnny Williams went down, and don't people were shouting for a penalty. Right. Well, actually, because um, I I was speaking to a Charlton fan afterwards, and he actually thought I think the same incident. He said, when I said about it being never a penalty, he said, well, what about the one that he didn't give a couple of minutes before? Is that the same one? Yeah, Yeah. that's the one, Johnny Williams one. Yeah, yeah. And he went down, and well, we've seen it. We looked at early, Grace. Oh, what the tackle? Yeah, and he got the ball cleanly. He passed it to whoever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you know. When you've when you've been at the Kenny and there's been times where I we've been shouting and I've been because we sit right at the front, I've been shouting for decisions. There was one time I remember this linesman was always giving decisions against us, and by the end of it, by the enough shouting, 
there was a decision that was clearly not ours and he gave it our way. So maybe they do bow to I, pressure. Yeah, I, I think they But I'd like to think they don't, but possibly they do. Well, the penalty was given, it was scored. Um, I, I wouldn't say that's an individual error from Bradley because it's just ridiculous. No, that's, that's but crazy. But the next two goals, I guess you could look at them. If you're looking at them in a bit depth, it, it, you could say individual errors. Um, Moncur clearly gives the ball away mm-hmm. for the second goal. I don't think you can slate Moncur. But, we'll get on to Moncur in a bit. But then, like you're saying about Moncur getting the ball away. Yeah. What was the rest of the defence doing and the rest of the midfielders? What, what were they doing? Yeah, it was too easy. They were fucking, they were it not going to be seen. Easy. There was, like, was 20-odd gaps between each player. 15-yard so, gap. It was ridiculous. Despite Moncur giving the ball away, a lot of Luton fans, a few Luton fans, have blamed Steck for this goal. Not Steck, Steck sorry. Shea for this mate, goal. Yeah. And I think you... Yeah, we What's your up, thoughts? Yeah. Tell me your thoughts. What, you mean the second, is it the second goal? On the goal, second goal, the, the low-driven... Vita Kell, whatever his name was, when, yep. he, when he went through... You think Shea's got to do better? The box and then, yeah, I do. I, I, no, I'll be honest. I think Shea has to do better. I Positioning, think, we said earlier. Yeah, we looked at it, we we monitored, we analysed it, and we went, "Why is he so far to his right hand side when you know he's going to hit that across goal?" Yeah, you you know he's going to hit that across goal. It's obvious because we've been saying it in the stands. We're sitting there going, "He's going to put that across the box," but then at the time we didn't think, "Ah, oh, what's Shaden over there?" Because it, it oh, was cause it was were... live. It, it was. Do you know what I mean? But we've watched it over again. Shay got his foot in all wrong. But I'm not going to sit here and blame James Shea. Yeah, but but yeah. sometimes you need to look at it and go, but he's still got a job to do in goal. Yeah, but a couple of yards to the left, he saves it. Yeah, 100%. Or a little bit further forward, he saves it. Yeah. He was, he was wrong do in his position. Do you know what I think, He was though. right next to the right-hand yeah. side post. I was... think when a player gets in... When, when that ball was... When he was running through, in my head, I'm thinking, please don't play that left. Please get, get it lower as well to keep As on. soon as he plays that left, in my head, I've gone, that's a goal. Like, I've just accepted the fact... That he's more likely to score that than Shea is to save it. No, why? Because Shea saves that because it's worldly save. There's more of the goal to shoot at. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. But then he needs to get lower as well. What's it with his footwork as well? He's he's sort of like got wrong footed and popped his left foot up and it's gone underneath his foot at the same time. But at the same time, look at the defence and the midfield. It was shocking. It was. was We had had like a really poor. 10 minutes there didn't we yeah, you know, the penalty yeah, comes in, in yeah. yeah and you, you get two goals in however minutes two and two yeah was it, it was two and two I'll be honest I thought I thought we were lucky to go away 3-1 I thought it could be about 5 well, we didn't. Well, to be fair we didn't have a chance second half no, not one Not. I, I can't remember anything even first any, half we got lucky they hit the bar a couple of times or whatever. oh mate no to be fair the first half we were a lot better than, than the second half you've got, you've got to be fair we could no no we were a lot better first half Dave but we still weren't great but we still could have, but we could have been two or three up. And at the same time, could have been two or three down, do you not know think? Uh, no. They really? hit the bar once, didn't they? Yeah, but no amount of chances, like you say about obviously it weren't a red card like we were saying about James Shea. Another chance, got over the top, slipped from Matty Pearson earlier on as well. He kept slipping at the weekend, yeah, Pearson. There was a lot of slip, there was a lot of slips yeah. in the first half that and they were make, there was a lot of room down the right hand side. I mean everyone was going for Johnny Williams. Now, don't get it wrong, he is a good player, everyone knows it. You know, you know what you get for Johnny Williams. Well, I generally think uh, I generally think we had a, a a sort of decent first half, and when we went one up, I'm thinking let's build on this. Mm-hmm. Um, second half, we weren't in the game at all, and we were totally second best the whole time. And then that third goal went in, which was I don't know if this is an individual error. Stacey's gone to clear it. It's been charged down. It was just like they were on us. It's, that second yeah, goal they, seemed to yeah. fire them up and they were on us. I see it. Yeah. I'll clap that. Do you know what? That is 
from their point of view, if I was a Charlton fan, I'd be so happy with that. Not just because it's against Luton. If that was against Fleetwood or Scunthorpe, any other team in the league, that is great. Even against a, lot of, a team from the league below. Well, you always you want press you, like that. that yeah, you always quality. want your players to press up like that, yeah. don't you? You always want your players. And to... they were on here. They were onto us. And what we say about this third finish is Shay okay? Are we letting Shay off on this one. Oh, how can you how can you blame Shay for that well, one? I've oh, seen a few oh, people on social media saying he's got to save all three of them. How goals? can he save the third one? I mean, the guy was bloody six yards out of the goal. I mean, it was it was one on one. Six yards to the floor. You can't judge a bounce. What are you supposed to do with your legs? No, I, I think that's unfair. Do you become Mr. Elastic and so, somehow like put like one leg in the top corner? Well, and you know, Mr. Elastic. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean though? People moaning about Shea for the third goal. Okay, maybe for the second one, yeah, he's, he got it a bit wrong, but okay, mistakes do happen. Is it is it we'll, we'll moaning it. or is it just disappointment that the run's over? Maybe, but then yeah. you need to like, they need to be a bit more... I believe yeah. everyone's entitled to their opinion about no, football, especially about right. Luton and when we're players. We're our opinion here, are we not? Well, yeah, I think a lot of uh, there's a lot of fans that when we have a loss in a season like this, and someone like starts not to criticise but just question Shay, could he have done better? People automatically do that. You can't moan at Shay, and but, I understand that like, you can be constructive and mm-hmm. say maybe he could save that. Um, Shay has won us a lot of points this season. He's like got you grew, other, insane amount of clean sheets. And we said about Pelly, and you, you told me right when I criticize, I did criticize Pelly quite a bit at the beginning of the season. Yep. And you said to me, yeah, but if he was doing like perfectly perfect things week in week out, he would be a Premier us. League player. Yeah. You said that to me. And it's the same as any player we've got in our squad. Yeah. Realistically, isn't it? You know what I mean? But yeah, and Shay's saves in the past. Yeah, gained us points. Yeah. Gained us points. Yeah. So to to go at him for those dis could those, be wise. Could be stick last season. Like. Yeah, I think I think we were un, he was unlucky with the third. I, I, he had no chance of stopping that. No. no chance whatsoever. No, the third one was just like, second one maybe. And yeah, the, and the uh, penalty. Yeah. Penalty is a penalty, isn't it? Nah, you, either, yeah, you guess not, right on the penalty. Yeah, you not, guess right on the penalty. Yeah. You stand up. It, it doesn't go in. He has to dive. But for me, but for me, I'll be honest. I think as a goalkeeper, you have to you have to dive. You have to guess. Or well, maybe you've, well, just guess. Well, of course you're guessing. It's one of the things. No, that... but like you're saying, like Ivy just stood up still. But yeah, but because, for me, that, you make that's... your mindset. And you have to you have to stick to that. You can't change it. That's I believe I'm a believer yeah. in that. Look, with hindsight. If he stood up, yeah, he saved it. Wouldn't it? Wonderful Isn't it day. fantastic? Yeah, I'd love Let's more of that. move on Stop to today's player focus. Um, we wanted to have a chat about Harry Cornick today. We haven't touched on him much. Had his first really start crazy. since like um, Boxing Day, I believe it was, was at the it? weekend. Wow. And he scored a worldy goal. That was a great finish. It was, it was a, a great goal. It was a great goal. It was a great finish. I cheered that proper. I, I, when I'm oh, watching on the iPad. Seeing that you're a Luton fan. I know, but when I'm on the iPad, it's. It's just it's not the same as being there. Okay. But no, I was well, quite no, proper cheer that. Yeah, sure. Was you live on air though? No, I wasn't. Okay. No. I'm sure you didn't hurt your knee like I did, falling into the next seat above, <laughs> like, in front and of me. Actually, I I fell over backwards. <laughs> it's, it's a it was a re- repetition yeah, that, of the Wickham away when I fell over and nearly killed myself. You're doing somersaults, David. Absolutely. I told yeah. you to lay off them a little bit recently. <laughs> what did you make of it? It was a great it was a great finish. A really really great finish. What about his overall performance though on the weekend? He was okay, yeah. He drifted out wide quite a lot, which I think they told him to do. I was going to say, I think he told him to. Yeah. I, you know what? With our strikers... I think Elliot Lee was the poacher, but I just... Listen, well, we'll touch on him anyway, but yeah. Elliot Lee, for me, is not put, he's not doing anything. He, he needs to get... I like Elliot Lee, but I think he needs a rest or a break or... 
he needs something he's getting out of the team a little bit. the one thing I looked forward to seeing Cornick and Lee start was at the start of the season they did have a bit of um, a good connection up front because they played a lot and you got to remember right we, we are we are going to talk about Elliot Lee in a bit Lee, Lee scored 10 goals in 17 games at the start mm-hmm. of the season like a great and return his last what 12 yeah, the last few he's not been on it at all and I think that's quite disappointing we will touch on Lee let's, let's carry on with Cornick at the moment his best trait probably his pace would you say it's really yeah. fast yeah when, when, you, when he gets the ball and he starts mm-hmm. running at the defenders you, you know that he can go past yeah. two or three quite the only, easily the only, the only thing I do sort of think sometimes is uh, composure he lacks it a little yeah. bit but, but did he show his composure on Saturday finishing that you said oh, to me man, earlier you went did he mean it did Cornick mean to yeah, do this that it's an amazing thing. goal Luke yeah, it's an amazing it was, goal it was but when it's Zari uh, <laughs> nice text carry on <laughs> when it's uh, Harry Cornick sometimes you've got to question it like, but don't get me wrong it was great like, and I'll never question because he, he'll always get himself into that situation do that kind of that finish or he'll make something of himself do you know what I mean but yeah and I'm sure it's quality finish, he'll get better. He will get better. And I think one day he'll be potentially be a Premier League player if he can sort out his composure and his technical ability up top. We asked on Twitter opinions on Harry Cornick. Ian Taylor said his best trait is his speed. Mm-hmm. His best moment in a Luton shirt was his Gareth Bale run against Gillingham. Oh, that's class. Um, but he can be quite lightweight and not very strong for a front player. Oh, Doesn't win anything in the air and very, can do it very, next season. Very lightweight. That's yeah. what Will kept saying. I'm sure you agree, Dave, with that. Man, well, we miss Collins yeah. and Hilton like that. I know he's not a hold up. Play. I know he's not a hold up player, Corny. But sometimes you think be a bit more aggressive. Get into him. Give him an elbow or something. Give him an elbow. Yeah. No. Come on, Dave. I, every, no, every I just want him. Does it? No. I want him when he when he's got the ball and he runs past the defenders and he can skin them quite easily yeah, at times. Easy. That's great. Is that his job? Is his job there to 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 win in the air and stuff? Is that no, is that no, not no, a bigger? Is that not, not a, no? So. Because, of, because we were missing our two strikers... But then you've got to also look at the, the... And this goes into management as well, coaching. Then why would you pick Lee and Cornick if you need a hold-up player and you knew it weren't working? Why don't you... I don't know. Half is not manager. That's, I think that's what you've got to look at, isn't it? Eh? Half is not... No, no, I'm not no, criticising. I sort of agree with that. I don't think... I, I'm, as much as I love Mick Harford, um, he's, not, he's not the manager we need in this position he's great with the team he's mm. carried on with what was set up before that the team sort of semi-managed themselves yeah. he's got to pick them of course uh, but has he made the right decisions at the right time sometimes I disagree yeah he hasn't no, of course it, we yeah. always say that yeah I mean when it's working everyone goes oh yeah but you're always saying oh it's working it's great then but it's not like that all the time we, we, we look at situations sometimes when we win and think he maybe could have done this could have done that but I said, well, we might get Mick Arthur's back because he's been put in the situation. Oh, mate, listen, Mick Arthur's Mick a legend. legend. He's a hundred percent legend for our team. Diamond. I, do you know what? I'd love to give him a hug right now and kiss his forehead <laughs> and say, "Do you know what? You beautiful man." Bit like, bit like Glenn Ray on Saturday, actually met him by the way. Just Glenn Ray, you met Glenn Ray, didn't yeah, you? I did. Yeah. In the away end, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. Well, similar hair. You no, got mate. He's in the home and he's a Charlton fan. What do you think? Oh my god. <laughs> but, I'll no. kick you off the podcast. Oh, yeah, leave it. Out, I mate. will. Come on. But, no, he's a, he's a good bloke though, Glenn Ray. Obviously, you know he's my favourite player. LTFC him Steve him Barry, <laughs> says Harry Cornick is a quality player gives us a lot of options his pace frightens the, uh, the defenders yeah. his finishing has improved a lot as Saturday's goal proved he's a very dangerous player he works hard full of energy gives 100% each oh, game I love Harry can't argue with that great. can you yeah. well oh, done LTFC Steve 
absolutely sums it up. Hundred percent. Hundred percent sums it up. How how old is he by? Who LTFD? No, no, he's it. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Cornick. I think Cornick was twenty four the other day. Twenty four, which means he's older than me. Is he? Yeah, by like two months. No, he's not. Well, yeah, because I'm twenty four next month. Irrelevant. Okay, yes, you are. That's a lie. Sorry. Yeah, get it I right. lied. And I just ate a dog uh, hot dog. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> On Instagram, every week we ask for some questions for the podcast. Give us something to answer at Oh When The Town Podcast if you want to get involved for next week. So, let's touch on this right now. Alec, Alec, Alec. Did I say that right? No, Alec. try again, Alec. try again. Alec, Alec, asked us on Instagram, why is Elliot Lee still starting after having five we awful games? We don't know. We just don't know anymore. I think I would have dropped Lee um, two or three games ago. Do you know what? I'll be honest. Why is Elliot Lee starting after having five awful, ga- five awful games? Why is he starting after having about ten awful games? Why? Ten? Oh, come on, Dave. Look, the last few games, he's not been on, he's not been on it at all. And, and I, I, Dave, I would, he hasn't been on it come back in the team, let's face it. Well, yeah, sort of. I'd rather George Moncur up top. Really? No, I'll be honest. And he's not even a striker. I, I, I think it's unfair of Elliot. Uh, the criticism oh, yeah, is unfair because yeah, yeah. you, you know what Lee can pull out. And I suppose as a manager, you're sitting there thinking, I know what that player can do. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's going to get it this game. Or maybe he's going to get it the next game. Yeah, but surely so, after about seven or eight, you can't just sit there and go, he's going to do it next game. No, I think, no. So you reduce, you put him on the bench and bring him on for, for half an hour at the end of it. That's, that's what you do. Then, I think yeah. after a few poor performances from Lee, I think the manager's got a you know step in and it's maybe a, say look, look, he's out of form for, we need to we need to change him mm-hmm. and I I, th- I think this weekend is going to be a tricky one because we don't know the situation of injuries we don't know the situation no, of fitness of Shinny's suspended Lee could potentially start again at that number 10 role yeah instead right. of Shinny couldn't he or a fair play if he does and he's, he plays well but I mean it's it's getting to the point now you think I mean, we all like Elliot Lee, but but is he costing us? Not costing us I the game, no, he's not but is he us. is he costing us players. the potential to do better in a game because of how poor he's been? I honestly do you not think he's so low in confidence at the moment. He's trying so hard and it's not working for him. Whereas before it was like it was effortless for him to just glide past someone down the left. Yeah, and I feel like that's you can look at that maybe and say, well, that's why he's still starting because it's literally just that's, unlucky. That's, that's the only reason I believe McCarthy's playing him still, or maybe trying to get a goal. That's it. Or maybe the opposition have done their homework and they've maybe, shut him up a bit. Well, and they know he's going to cut inside on his right foot because that's... It's 100%, pretty obvious. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, obvious. So maybe, yeah. maybe you've got to say maybe the opposition have, have made Elliot Lee ineffective. And that's another reason for maybe making a change. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's got a point. But the contribution he's made this season... Because I, I do love Elliot Lee. I'm sure we love him. Yeah, we no, all love him. I, I, we I want like Elliot Lee as well. Yeah. Everyone. Um, 10 goals and 17 at the start of the season it's about the club at the end of the day let's face yeah. it like that's, he's played his part this season mm-hmm. and I still believe he's still got a, play, a part to play if he if he scores the goal that wins us promotion we forget them last yeah, 10 games do, yeah. don't we like, we forget them um, Stephen Carr who's normally on the podcast thought he'd be clever and message us on Instagram <laughs> twat <laughs> <laughs> when we get promoted what are the top three grounds you'd want to go to Top three, sorry. Love what? our confidence. Rounds or grounds? Grounds. 
That's how I thought he's saying top three. Yeah, Villa. So, so what games do you want to go to in, in yeah, no, the championship? Quite, I was quite aware of that. Cheers. Yeah, I just wanted to confirm it. I was like, what, you get it round for me or what? I was like, oh, cheers. Villa, Forest, Villa, Leeds. We've all been to Villa before. Done. I've never been to Villa before. I'll be honest, Dave, I haven't been to Villa before. Only 23. He's not been to Villa before. Away. You've not been to Villa? Have I not taken to Villa? No. Okay, so I've been to Villa a few times. Yeah, I've been to Villa a few times. So, uh, Nottingham Forest as well. Forest for Hooters. Forest, yeah. Forest for Hooters, yeah. yeah. That's and good, a night yeah. out in Nottingham. Amazing. Yeah, great night out, it? And then like oh, Leeds, because why not? Oh, Leeds, well, you've been there before. Yeah. Yeah, but not like in the last two years. So, so who, who I, I, else is I've been to Leeds, but not to the football club to watch Luton. But. Jerry on Instagram says, score predictions for the next three games. I hate giving score predictions. Oh, I don't mind doing them. Jimmy Cracklin. <laughs> Right, let's go. I just hate right. doing score predictions. It's just, they're always wrong. Right, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Let's go, right? Got him. Crington away. Yeah. I'm going for a 2 0 win. All right. Obviously, to the away side. Strangely enough, I've got it written on my sheet here. Yeah. Accrington 2 0 win. All right, I'll tell you. You're going for Accrington 2 0 no, win. No, no, for us, you idiot. Oh, make it clear, Dave, for fuck's sake, will you? Wimbledon. <laughs> hang on, can we do goal scores as well? Nah, let's, let's no, Wimbledon 3 1. 3 1. Burton. Hang on a minute, hang on. I ain't had my prediction yet, Gregs. Let me think about it, because I've got a fear it, mate. Come on, hang on, hang on. Another 2 0 win at home against Wimbledon. Okay, take that. And Burton. I'll I'll decide that on the other two results. 1 0 away win, or a 1 0 draw. Well, at least we'll get 1 0 away <laughs> win promotes us there. Yeah, that's it. So, looking ahead to our next three games, it's got to that stage where. Is Saturday now a must win? Absolutely a must win. Yeah, because we, we got Well, actually, it depends on Friday, doesn't it? Well, yeah, but because, you I, know, I'd say it's a must win day because of the simple fact that they beat us to the title last season. Well, it's a must it's win for that reason. It's payback. And it's a win, it's a win, it's is a win isn't it? Yeah. But, you know, did what if the results go our way on Friday, because we're not playing Friday, because we should have been playing Friday... So if all the results go our way on Friday, then it becomes not a must win. It mm-hmm. becomes just a win is a bonus. Yeah, let's get a point away yeah. from home. Yeah. yeah, but... So it's a must win considering how we've been up till now. Mm-hmm. But... But I do honestly think that we're going to need a win because I think a couple of results will go against us for what we're looking at. So I do think we need to win Saturday. I think... I, I think we can win as well. I mean, we should, you, yeah, I think a must win. I can mean, Sunderland at the other week beat them 3-0. Absolutely hammered them. Yeah. So we realistically is going to do a job. If we're going to prove that we're title challengers or... If we want to go up. You'd probably say Accrington or Wimbledon, three points is a must from one of them. Is a must, isn't it? Absolutely a must. Yeah. So, um, uh, but you expect you expect to win at home mm-hmm. um, and you hope to win away. The thing is, right, you look at the league table and you look at Luton Wimbledon, you'll say Luton win 100%. Wimbledon are on form they're on, yeah, they're they're on form, form right yeah. now they've got five unbeaten away from home it might be more three wins two draws um, it, they're not going to be any pushovers they're fighting for their lives it's, not, it's a bit like Gillingham wasn't it like last month or whatever it was it's the same yeah. thing it was oh yeah we're going to battle these we draw two all and we weren't great today yeah, maybe we could have won it but teams at the bottom fighting for their lives they're going to be up for it of course they are I mean, like, like any team we need to be up for it as well yeah, but as we found out on Saturday, all form uh, comes to an end at some point. Yep. Yep. So why, why not? Why not us? Maybe, so maybe they might be good now. away, but do you know what? Our form at home has been better than 
than they've had. A few things before we end today. Five years ago today, as in Monday, yesterday or the last Monday, whenever you're listening, that Luton won promotion to the, the conference, league, won yeah. the league. And we had a bottle of champagne at home. Yeah, what a night. Yeah, oh, it was I a great night. Oh, cheers no, in, my boys. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Luton underrates the champions of Europe after beating Juventus yeah, 6-1. Lovely. There's the future, boys. There you go. I was singing that earlier at work. How pathetic. In the 28 <laughs> games... Europe, we're always singing that. <laughs> In the 28 games Luton went unbeaten, we scored 68 goals and gained 62 points in the process. Um, and it was also Crazy. Saturday was the first time Luton have lost a game after being 1-0 up since Portsmouth at home two years ago, wow. over two years ago. Do you know, ago. because we haven't lost for so long, it was, it was kind of really hard to accept. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was, but at the same time, I'm still proud. You must oh, be unbelievably, proud unbelievably. Yeah. I've been supporting the team for a long, long time, and it's the best run I can remember. Dave's a veteran these days. <laughs> Thanks very years. much. So that's, credit. that's pretty much everything. And also, another thing as well, I can't just say before we yeah. go, don't quote me on this, but what I've worked out in my little brain of mine is after 13 games, we were... Uh, sorry, of 13 games we'd lost to Barnsley. I, you can check this. And yes, it was the 13th of October. And on the 13th of April, we lose to Charlton six months later. I have no idea what you're talking strange? No, not strange at all. No, I, he, he, what he was that referring to strange. was two 13s, Luke. Oh. Three 13s, Dave. How was it? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, 13. This is the stage where you know you just need to end the podcast, yeah. isn't it? Hey, it really Patara, is. Actually, Patara, have you been drinking? Thanks Dave, for listening. A silly question, really. Today. Rate us five stars, if you fancy it. Rate us five stars yet, Patara? Uh, well, I haven't, no, no, because you haven't rated my comment yet. No. Of uh, uh, the 13 and 13 and 13. Next Monday's podcast, we could be talking about promotion. Oh, we will so. be talking about promotion. Could be. We'll, we'll see. Let's hope it happens. Oh, Have a sorry. great week. Enjoy Burton if you're going. Yep. Wait, Burton's not for another week. Enjoy Accrington if you're going. And um, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>